gang, right? We here, we made it to another beautiful Wednesday. Come on, somebody. So anyway, I've been MIA, right? So I've been having a lot going on. I've been moving. I've been, you know, going through financial struggles and work and relationships and all these different things, y'all. I'm maxed the fuck out, okay? Maxed out. Your girl is maxed out and I haven't had time for y'all. Haven't had time for y'all because I'm so busy taking up space for myself. So, I've talked to you guys about it several times. The importance of taking care of you surpasses everything else. If you're not good, you can't take care of nobody else, right? Welcome, welcome. This is the Simply King Podcast, and this is your boy, Rodney Perry King himself, and you just tuned into the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for humans simply being humans. And today is a special one. I have a special, special guest, um, as I always do, another beautiful human. And to say that I to say that I have been an admirer would be, I feel like, not even doing it justice. But I certainly have been following this woman for quite some time and certainly have seen and at least for me i felt some light i felt the warmth and felt the positivity um and just a beautiful example of her just living in her best self even if that wasn't even an intention my guest goes by bell and i she you know she would like to say you know that she wears a lot of hats so we don't have to specify too many but you know, in the daytime, she, you know, she does, as so many of us do, and try to affect and help out society the best way I guess we can. But in her meantime, which is how I guess came to notice her, she gets into, she's a, a yoga enthusiast. And a, a pretty damn good one to say, I don't know that many, but pretty damn good one. And I felt that I had to speak to her because I wanted to know what truly drives a person like herself to not only have this on her own personal to, to I guess to already have her own personal things that she could just keep these things to herself this could be her own way of relaxing her own way of self-expression all of these different things but she decides to share this and talk about it and give this out to people and she's definitely you know attracted a lot of individuals to you know and inspire a lot of individuals to kind of get into the same thing and ask the questions on like girl I want to do this too and it's a beautiful message, and I feel like I immediately gravitated to it. So I had to bring her on. I have to talk to her. I have to get to know her. And why not do it with y'all right here with me? How you doing, Belle? Oh, my goodness. I'm doing so good. How are you? I'm doing good. Why you say, oh, my goodness, like that? I'm just gleaming from ear to ear. You know, it's one thing to do what you love because you love it. Mm -hmm. There's another when it's like it's appreciated and other people see it and they can feed off that energy. So it's just really, really good hearing that right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to let you know. I'm, I think I'm a special individual for the reason that I can learn from other people. And so the way that I see when, when people are moving and doing what they're doing I kind of read it in a different way. I kind of, you know, process it in a way of like the way they did what they, you know, what they did like inspires me to have to do what I got to do or 
because they've shown me, you know, shown themselves kind of starting at one point and ending at another point gives inspires me to let me know I still kind of computed to still fit me. It still makes it make sense for me because it's like they had a specific goal. You have a specific goal. Beautiful thing that you guys can go on our page and see. Uh, and that is you'll literally just, you know, show like these kind of you're literally just if you paying attention to you, you'll come and you'll, you know, do a video of you just kind of doing this like specific pose. And then you might upgrade that pose and do something else and do something else. And it's like if you were looking at this a few weeks ago, she wasn't even doing a handstand with it. She was just on her hands with it. Now she's doing it on her head. And now it's like it's an interesting thing because it's like. It's like, damn, it's like progression happening live in your face. It's like growth happening live in your, you know in your face and i think that's what's inspiring to me i say that's you know that's just me though i'm everybody might not process it that way some people just might just love you know yoga and just wellness and just see it as just for that i see that too but i think that's the part that has drawn me to not only follow you but support you and you know bring you on to the to the podcast so but no let's let's uh first start with the you know the yoga itself let's get that part out the way and i would love to ask you i guess what made you get into this when how long have you been doing this like what inspired you to literally start doing this and make this a a genuine like i wouldn't even say a habit but just a genuine interest of yours that is a good question i have so many answers for you uh one is I wanted to do a happiness journey. Mm-hmm. And this was, I'm going to say, I graduated Clark at Lansing University in 2013, December 2013. But I waited until after I walked the stage to kind of embark on this journey. Mm-hmm. And I just really needed to kind of get myself grounded in, in the fact that, you know, I'm going through a new chapter in life. And I said, I'm going to do 100 Days of Happiness journey. And when I was searching the hashtag on Instagram, Somehow I stumbled upon yoga. And then from there, I sought out, you know, yogis that looked like me. And mm. I was inspired to incorporate that yoga into my journey. And from there, I just I did it every day. You know, it was a challenge for me. And I love a challenge. Mm. And I watched myself, you know, fall down a million times, right? But I get back up and try again. And I started watching YouTube videos and I just became more involved in it. So it helped out in that aspect. And also I had bad knees. So I was I knew that this was something that could also help me in that department as well. Mm. So like, it rehabbed my knees. Like it just overall was just a major change. Yeah. Uh. I love that. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know it would even help. You know, it's crazy because so many people who are into yoga have like told me about the advantages of yoga. Mm-hmm. So many people have told me about the advantages of like doing yoga, and it, I find out something new every day about it. And I think I've tried to do it by myself one time in my house. And um, it was, uh, it, it's it's just that it's a journey. I'm gonna just say that it's a journey. <laughs> Good answer. Yeah, you don't you don't realize. I think it's 
I don't know. I feel like it it immediately put me in a place where it was like, damn, I'm really not that flexible anymore. And then on right. top of that, it was just like, what the hell am I doing right now? You know what I'm saying? In right. my living room. So it was like a hodgepodge of like, what is this doing? <laughs> but also in yeah. moments, it was like, what? why does it feel like this? But you know, it is what it is. But I, that's that's a beautiful thing. What I guess what made you want to was it just you graduating and you kind of were like in this in this place of like, oh, I want my, you know, I want to I've completed this great thing. I want to be happy. I want to like be fulfilled in my life and myself and start this journey within the real world. What made you want to say, you know, you want to go on this happiness journey and like for that to be a part of it? Like what I guess why? Well, I was intrigued by it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Instagram is like a platform for you to just see all types of stuff on there, right? So mm-hmm. I ended up stumbling upon someone else doing this journey. And I'm like, let me look into that journey. What is that all about? Mm-hmm. And I always like to try new things. And I felt like this was something that could really just bring everything together for me, right? I mean, those four years of college and working already and you know, just trying to manifest my own greatness. I felt like this journey could be what I needed, right? So that's really what prompted me to do it. And I'm so grateful that I did it because now I've done this, I've done 100 days of happiness journey twice um, since then. And each time I'm working on new things and each time I'm learning so much about myself. And each time I seem to dive more into yoga and deeper into it and really just become grounded in practice and who I am. Oh my God. That's I didn't I didn't it's I think it's interesting because I think, you know, during that time when you leave school, I feel like so many things can happen, but I think what most people get to is they get to a place of where they have to reflect. And they have to look at themselves and they have to like assess themselves. And the I, I'm, I'm not sure you, of course, you know, how you approached it, you know, fully and the full spark. But it's beautiful that it seemed like you were very intuitive about, you know, this kind of self-reflection and this self-growth and like stepping into the, the new chapter of life. It's like I'm out of kind of like this, you know, very... You, you know, you go to school, you do well, you do whatever, and you, you just do it over again every year, every year. I think stepping out of that kind of doctrination, and now it's all on you, what's, what's left to do, and there's no one, there's no entity behind you. You know, there's not a school or a group or anything like that that you have to be bound to at this point. It's really you and what you're going to do. And I think that's a beautiful thing because I do believe we do try, we do, even if we don't try to, do find so much self uh, validation for who we are through these things that we're connected to. So like when you are involved in school or you're just doing well in your grades, it's like that's what brings our self-esteem up. That's what makes us feel like we are somebody and someone. But like once we move out of that institution, move out of that bubble, move out of that space, well, who are we? What are we? There's no grades on. No one's giving you a report card on if you're doing well at life. No one's giving you a report card on if your emotion is intact and if you are different from this month to next month. You have to now be the manager of yourself and the manager of who you are and what you are and 
what you're producing. There's no and like other than work, obviously, there's no grade on being an adult and being a functioning human. And I think that's what Absolutely. makes it a beautiful thing. Yeah. So that's pretty much what I needed to do. <laughs> so I did it. You know, I mean, exactly what you said. And I think, you know what, just to throw this out there. I'm so excited to do this podcast with you because I feel like the fact that you actually view things so differently and I feel like you're more in tune to what, um, to understanding a lot deeper, you know? So I appreciate that. Just wanted to let you know. Oh, you know what? I, I do what I can. That's all I can say. I do what I can, but more, more, more going in. But, um, I would love to know, I guess, and I feel like in moments like this, when you do, put yourself through these kind of personal journeys and things like that, that I can only imagine what you find within yourself. And I would love to know, you know, has yoga been a kind of like tangible representation of you kind of like being able to kind of deal or fix or kind of handle whatever comes to you in life? Like, have you been, is it something that you kind of like, because you can achieve this thing, from a personal aspect, from your literal physical body, does it now make you feel even more empowered to complete something in real life? Is that a connection? Absolutely. Um, so, kind of diving into my personal style of yoga, mm-hmm. everyone has their. So, for me, my style is more physical yoga. So, um, it encompasses, of course, you know, all of your general yoga styles but I find it so important so beautiful for me to be able to do it uh, to music and, and in a way that just vibes with my soul and who I am so I've grown on this journey and loving myself which was difficult to do yoga taught me like yoga taught me how to love who I was when I looked in the mirror mm. you know when I was yoga pose and it just looks like the other girl yoga told me to appreciate exactly what it is what and over the years i've fallen so deep in love with myself mm. and i really owe it to yoga i completely owe it to this journey that i started you know what almost five years ago and you know i like i like i told you offline you know Because I think certain things about, you know, yoga and like just today's world, like we truly do. Oh, we're so overt about every damn thing that even the simplest, most innocent things are made to be something else. Right. And I think, you know, it's interesting. It's sad, but it's interesting to, you know, to speak out on because it's like we 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 can't even do simple actions anymore. You know, someone you you question when people are nice to you. You question when someone does something selflessly because it's it has to be an ulterior motive. It has to be whatever, whatever. And if someone right. posts a certain thing that, you know, at first glance, if you're not paying attention to what the thing is, you just take it for it to be something that's, you know, overt because that's what everyone that's what how they, that's how so many people see the world. It's like just, the world right. is overt. Like we're 
someone's trying to get attention or someone's trying to do those things. How have you dealt with since, you know, joining this kind of like starting this journey and sharing this journey and, you know, and also people obviously seeming that like they want to see you <laughs> essentially kind of take, you know, go on this journey in this own personal, you know, just own personal, I guess, just, uh, I guess, memoir, or diary of, you know, your just daily thing or just your, you know, just progressively getting better at whatever you're doing and whatever you're sharing and whatever you want to express. And how do you deal with those, uh, I guess, negative aspects of it? Because I feel like what you put out and what you share with on your page and on your platform is something that's extremely powerful, you know, positive and powerful. How do you deal with those types of critiques? That is a good question. So I'm not going to lie. At first I was very, um, I would get upset about some about how people would come at me on my platform. And only because I, I wasn't confident in myself and what I was doing just yet. You know, I didn't realize that, you know, here we are now, you know, a few more followers later that I created a platform not for just for myself but for other women. Mm -hmm. But like a lot of the stuff I would get initially were, you know, derogatory comments and I'm always blocking people, right? Like having to hit the block button and, you know, tired of explaining myself and then it just it seems like my page shifted and more women started coming through and more women would say wonderful things under my pictures and videos and they would DM me and just, it was just so much positivity that now if I get something that isn't so nice, I can completely brush it off. I can mm -hmm. ignore it. I can remove it off my page. Mm -hmm. You know, I, it's so much easier to deal with that crap now than it wasn't before. And I promise you, now that I've grown confident and comfortable in my journey, nothing even matters anymore. Like, as long as I'm doing what I have to do for myself, and also, you know, the people that follow me who really, you know, who, who've been riding with me, I don't care about anybody else coming through with, with, with hate or, you know, derogatory comments. None of that even matters anymore. So I've been able to just kind of wipe myself free of carrying on that, that negativity. Mm. That's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. Because I think that's something that's so hard for so many people, even people that, you know, your faves fave still dealing with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's really a thing to like you put something out. You want you put it out because you want people to either, you know, to dialogue about it, to respond to it, to, you know, either just be per, persuade themselves to get into it as well or look into it as well. And I think it's uh dope when you can have the not only the self-confidence but that's where you're you know you're centered that's where you always kind of come back to you're always centered in your self-esteem and centered in who you are because it's kind of like these people are, are these people don't understand these people are afraid right. of what they see and i think that's how people have to start seeing these things like no matter who you are whoever's listening to this no matter who you are when it comes to what you put out and what you're doing the fact that the matter is, is that you're putting out something confidently that you stand by, that you put your name on, that you are well aware that this is going to get critiques. You're well aware that people are going to consume this and think whatever. But the fact of the matter is, is you did this for you. You did this for something that you wanted to be, you know, to be to express outwardly. And I think getting it out is the, you know, just the 
it's really it. That's I'm done with it now. It's out. It's here. It is. You know, take what take whatever you need from it. But it's like you can't affect me, especially if you don't see it for what the goodness of it is. And I, it's a beautiful thing. I, I do want to ask you, like, because yoga is something that is extremely damn popular. And I think <laughs> if you if you are a, a whole foods going eating type of vegan type of person, you could probably put money down to say that this individual also probably do a little <laughs> bit of, you know, a little yoga. You know what I'm saying? Either if right. it's your style of yoga, if you go into a, a class and having some guided yoga, if you go into one of them joints where they turn it on real hot, you know, <laughs> having everybody in there sweating and farting and whatnot and y'all in there getting it in too you know what i'm saying then your downward dog on or your upward dog or somebody's dog on i don't know the names of everything (laughs) i'm learning you know so i would love to know like what do you think about the because it definitely is a trend i believe and I, i and and i think Certain trends do stick. Certain things do, you know, stick around. I do believe that yoga is going to be something that sticks around. But I do want to know, what do you think about the trend of yoga? Like now that it's studios and they're literally are like not just just gym classes, but whole just yoga studios. It's literally it's for yoga type of thing. How do you feel about the emergence of the trend of yoga now? Wow. that's OK. Another good question. Um- I feel like one, I started this journey um, back when it, I feel like it was, it was cooler, but it wasn't how it is now. Mm-hmm. Like, for the years, I feel like I've even watched so many studios emerge, right? Yeah. Um, so many, you know, young women and men, you know, get certified as yoga instructors. It's just like it's blossoming, it's growing. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy to see people figuring out what their need is and being able to meet that need. Whether you're going to yoga for a workout, whether you're going for meditation, whether you're going for restoration, whether you're going for, and I don't care what it is. If it's doing something good for your body, your mind, your soul, go for it. So the fact that it's popular, I'm here for it. I love seeing us do it more Mm -hmm. than anything. We carry so much stress, right? And it's, beautiful to have an outlet it's beautiful to you know try something new so shout out to the gym classes but shout out to those yoga studios that are merging as well oh yeah and i and i've seen um i think i've even just going through your you know going through your page i've actually seen um the young lady who does the trap yoga because she does just goes everywhere to kind of you know do her kind of classes and things and i just i immediately thought that was dope Cause it's right. like, oh damn, they made this mad yeah. relatable now. Like, <laughs> fucker, yeah. fucker, yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying? You, and that's just in, and it's energy with that too. Cause it's kind of like you, the music and everything is gonna automatically put you in this space and give you this energy mm-hmm. and like it's even more energetic and it's adding a whole new element. And you know, black women and and black people are just so beautiful because we always just know how to make some. I always add add another piece of spice to something. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it was, You're it was it this. Yeah, we really good at that. That's a beautiful thing about us. But um, I love, I loved, I love that you, you know, you speak on, you know, how this helps so many people and how this 
literally is something that you come that comes to and you really will see what you know what the best benefits are for you no matter what it is that you're coming for and i do believe it's i do believe it's a trend that's going to stick around as well um just from seeing so many you know so many people get into it and for people who you know for people really not to be rejected within it but for everyone to kind of like this is something for everyone let's all get into it because it's all can you know anybody can get the most from it and all that because i certainly am a person who i've just probably you know a few months ago started getting into meditating and it was something i didn't understand i didn't understand why or what it would do and Mm -hmm. um and I think for me, it was just so, just like you were saying, it was a lot of stress. It was like I had a very restless mind. I felt like I was extremely anxious and I was keeping so much on my mind and just was just forever worried, even if I don't need to be worried. And if I do need to be worried, why why am I not handling what I need to handle so I don't feel like something is wrong or something is going on? Um, right. So I started to meditate. Yeah, I started to do that. And um at first, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I just, you know, went on Google. And um, and my girl, she actually, uh, I didn't even know that this was something that she did until, like, I brought it up to her. And she, like, put me onto this, like, app. And it was, like, this guided meditation. And it was, like, it, it made it all make more sense. And I felt so much that what I got from it was this sense of presence that I didn't know I wasn't right. even having, you know, just to be truly present within the moment because when you are allowing for your mind to go into a million different places you're never really with yourself and i think Mm. um discovering that was a part that i really needed and didn't even know that i needed um and i think for me now it's kind of like something that i've like tried to make a habit to you know you know wake up in the morning and before i go into work to kind of you know stop and breathe and really collect myself and um, and then just kind of get on with the rest of my day. Um, that is, yeah, yeah. And I, I would love to, you know, jump into something that's also something that you, you know, that you publicize and something that you talk about often. And that, I guess, me talking about, you know, meditating, I guess, is a part of that, and it's a good segue. Being mental health. And mental health is something that you, you know, you you deal with in, in your kind of day-to-day work as well right yes um so mental health my mental health matters that is my baby mm-hmm. um oh my gosh so i started mental health matters when i became a social worker uh-huh. and i felt like i didn't really i knew we needed help right i knew we needed something but i didn't realize to to the extent until I started working in the community. And once I got out there and I'm experiencing, you know, mental health um, disorders from ages five to to 65, I realized it was a problem. And, you know, everyone deals with things differently. And I am not exempt from it. I was diagnosed with major depressive disorder and anxiety at the age of 16. So I completely understand so much of what my clients are going through and then you throw on environmental factors on top of it and it is just like you want to save everyone right and i knew that if i was dealing with this at work i could only imagine 
you know, who may be going through some things online, right? I mean, we have social media, but how can we utilize this platform for something other than just pictures and videos? And I started Mental Health Matters as a way to be able to encourage, you know, those suffering with mental health issues to kind of find their way out of, you know, the darkness. You know, whether it was going to see a therapist um, or, you know, doing things at home, you know, and also encouraging parents who have children who, you know, have mental health disorders to find ways to be more present in their lives and kind of not run from it. And then after that, I started being more open about my own stuff. And that was, now that was the real, <laughs> the real struggle because I felt like I kind of kept myself composed for so long. Mm-hmm. But as you know, growing in my journey, you know, and in yoga and meditation and self-love and, and all of those things, I could not say I was transparent unless I was all the way transparent. And Ain't that crazy? With, yes, right? So with Mental Health Matters, you get to see literally me but you get to see what I go through you know you get to see the changes that I I take on this year alone and it's powerful because you're gonna have people that follow you you're gonna have people that want to know who you are and what you're about why not give them the real so that's why I did it that's that's real that's so real and I think Anyone who is paying attention to me and you right now, I think, needs to really capture that part of it. If you are a person that's trying to be any way, shape, or form a person within a space where people have to consume things that you produce, a sense of realness and authenticity within that has to be a part of that. I think... Not only is it a beautiful thing that you recognize that, but it's a beautiful thing that you are practicing that. And even it goes and it's one of those things that goes without saying. And I think I had to come to realization of that. That's why I had to, you know, had to say, oh, because it's like I'm making I'm trying to make content. I'm trying to do these things and I'm trying to like go deeper and deeper and tap into different, you know, subjects and and like have different conversations that you know are starting to hit home. I'm had I'm bringing on guests who are saying things that's you know they ain't preaching to the choir no more. I'm right there in the congregation with everybody else. Okay. And I'm like, damn, I'm, I'm I need to hear this too. Let me, <laughs> I really need to hear this. And it's like they just right. are speaking my life in a way that even if they don't even realize, even if they don't even know it. And I think it was. Me being that way, I think the things that we choose to bring into our lives are not by mistake. And I think they show us things and we have to not only be present within those things, we got to accept what we see. And I think it's the hardest when we start to see things in ourselves that we either never seen before, that may be hard to accept, may be hard to really kind of bring in and, you know, and love too. And I think that, you know, that's a part that takes time. You know, that's a part that's, you know, kind of difficult, but I think it's something that it's all a part of the process. Like, and you have to see it in that way, I believe. It's like once you start exposing yourself or seeing things new in yourself and then also speaking them out loud, even if it's just, you know, in a room alone, it it not only because now you make that thing real. Now you can't ignore it. You've said it now. It's it's 
it's you can touch it you can taste it and now you have to now you have to do something with that you know now you have to now judge if this new thing about you are you going to now you know allow it to maintain within your life and just stay that way or now you're going to start making moves and steps to make it you know do something different and change it and i think that's just really where that's really where just what what developing and being in life is and what i want to ask you is because today i think it's funny we're talking about trends i do believe that the trend i think now of speaking about mental health is something that i believe is something that's very long overdue and i didn't even know that that's something that was like a, a stat that you know that you said you noticed people from five to 65 that's ridiculous but also it makes sense you know and just thinking about just we've been so kind of uh, what's the best word for it like it's it's damn near we have like literal sayings words to describe so much about the black experience that we have pacified and allowed and enabled and made excuses for mental health for terrible mental health within our families and within ourselves and within our lives it's like you know he just a little off he just whatever he got a temper you know right right they, they will do what they do you know boys will be boys and and you know she just she just moody that's all it is she just needs some time by mm -hmm. herself you know, she just she yeah. got a she she just acting out. You know, she just need to sit down. You know, don't mess with him. Don't mess with Uncle such and such. Don't mess. Don't talk to Auntie whatever. She just a little touched. You know, we got so yeah. many things to like throw away that there is something that we can address and we shouldn't see it as something that's like we gotta have to separate ourselves from it or be weary or afraid of it how do you feel about i guess like when it comes to i guess talking to people who seem to be very resistant still because i believe now that it's something that is becoming a conversation something that is being something that your your faves faves are talking about your face phase or right. making music about it and or just mentioning it mentioning therapy and mentioning you know how they've been dealing with these things and it, and this is what led them to do this and led them to do that and or they i was diagnosed with this and didn't even know i ever had it and now people are looking at themselves like damn do i need help do i need to get checked on do i have a problem um right how do you feel have you had any conversations with individuals who don't want to see it that way or don't want to accept that they can't that they may need help or i guess how do you approach that i know it's a difficult question but like i guess i just really would love to know if you've had any experiences in that in that way where like there is something wrong or there may be something wrong and it's like you just are suggesting or you are telling like have you ever had those type of conversations with anyone Mm, absolutely. And it's tough, right? It's tough because, like you said, we were pretty much conditioned to believe, you know, no, nah, I don't get that. We don't know. Nah, we don't go see doctors about that type of stuff. We don't walk around with mental health illnesses. What do you mean? They don't know what we, we joke and say, oh, yeah, no, nah, they bipolar. You know what I'm saying? 
but not realizing there's a lot of black mm-hmm. people walking around with bipolar disorder and mm-hmm. mind-boggling to mm-hmm. even understand bipolar disorder schizophrenia like there's so many things that we carry and we don't realize it you know so exactly. even when i'm talking to somebody who you know they're like okay i'm i'm almost 50 what do you mean i got bipolar disorder i don't went through my whole life mm-hmm. living like this and now you just you just now telling me i have a problem you know and that's uncomfortable yeah. right that's real because now you're telling this person, you know, hey, you need to take medication or you need to change your lifestyle habits. Like, it's hard, mm-hmm. you know, but it's a lot of education. Yeah, You have to, when dealing with people, I mean, that goes for whether it's people who work in social work or anything. When you're talking to somebody or you have a loved one who is, is struggling with that, you have to almost over-educate them. Because they need to be able to feel comfortable and in, in understanding it. like this is just a part of me and it is what it is, you know, and it can't, it doesn't have to hinder me. It doesn't have to affect my life if I do these things, you know, um, and, and it's tough. It's not easy. And I'm not going to lie. Medication for me is always like the last I'm like, how can I help you in a holistic way? Mm-hmm. And the reality of it is some people, you know, they have to take meds. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's even worse when you have someone who has to take meds and refuses to take them, you know, and, and they sink back into, you know, that, that space and I can't help them get out of it. So that's where the overeducation has to come into play because we have to be able to inspire them to still be their best self, no matter the situation. And we have to love on them, no matter the situation. So instead of avoiding those family members, instead of avoiding those friends, how about we be present for them, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, I kid you not. I, I, From my personal standpoint, you know, I'll go MIA on my friends and my family. I do. It's just, It's just what I do. The worst thing you can do is just say, oh, you know, she's acting funny, you know, it, don't do that. Check on me. You know, even if I'm not responding, send that text anyway, you know, let me know that you're still here for me. So as a people, we can do better, right? When it comes to that. And I mean, that's, that's it. That's all I got. No, I think, I think that's vital though. You're right. And I think even, even me, I think I still, trip with certain things you know like even though i can be open to so much i think I, it's still hard to kind of even consider you know what you really may be going through and what really hasn't been addressed and what you know things are so so much baggage that you have that you have just left and haven't unpacked or even been came close to unpacking because you're so a whole other way with it you've Learn how to live with it so well that you can't even see it. You can't even, it doesn't even feel like it's mm-hmm. anything in your way. It doesn't even feel like right. this thing is happening. And um, it makes sense. I think, you know, the lives that so many of us, you know, have lived and the experiences that everyone has a story and everyone has their own struggles. So I understand why and how, you know, just from environment and just the way our minds work and our spirits work, it's like, you know, I get 
how we can make a, something up in our mind to kind of like make that make sense to make that right. traumatic experience uh okay because it's like that's the only way you can get through it that's the only way you can get over it um and i and i think i come from a place of when it comes to you know bad moments terrible times we can't just have the mindset of i just got to get through this i just got to get through this we have to change our mindsets to that and we have to change it to something that i like to say and that's i have to grow through this and that means you have to genuinely come out of whatever your situation is differently because what's the point of you you it's hard right now You've been struggling, you know, your finances aren't right and, you know, your living situation may be shaky and all these mm-hmm. things that are affecting your peace, your direct peace is like shaky and imbalanced. Right. And right now you're fighting to fighting for that peace and fighting for that balance. But the thing about it is, is that people there are shortcuts to life sometimes. And those shortcuts right. don't mean that you need to take them. Those shortcuts are there to, for just to, for choices, for decisions to be made. Do you want to, you know, kind of, you know, you know, I guess let go of whatever you're going to let go, sacrifice whatever you will sacrifice to get this easy thing? Or will you take the time out and sacrifice something within you and see something within you and pull it out of you? To now, for now it to be, make you different and make you even stronger and commit to that. But the thing about it is, like, we often teach, we often choose the, you know, the easier option, the thing that's going to, you know, the thing that's going to happen fast. So, okay, so if I just get this loan out or if I go and just ask whoever and whatever about this money or, you know what, I know such and such will just bail me out. You'll never catch that lesson. And you're now just getting through. And so now you're the person who allow for your finances and all these different things to be in balance. You're now coming out of that situation, but you are still imbalanced and you're still that same individual. And you didn't grow whatsoever. You didn't truly learn from that situation because you're still the same person coming out of right. the situation. And I think we have to see it that way. And we have to see all things that come with that in that way, too. So if that is medication, if that is going to a therapy, going to therapy regularly and speaking to someone and having those individuals who are your accountability partners and people who understand and also being able to share exactly what you're going through so that it's not something that's taboo or something that's weird for the people who are around you. And I think that's the part that shocks so many people when you find out that your best friend is on some type of, you know, some type of you know psych medicine or something like that it's like oh damn you what's wrong with you type of shit you know i think a lot of people react in that way which makes them even more you know more of kermits and like i don't want you know i don't want to tell nobody but i do got like a little you know little you know a little chemical imbalance or whatever it ain't you know right and no one wants to speak on that because it's like so like well what's wrong with you and they immediately I think so many people jump to so many different things like so does that mean I need to like really watch you like do I need to like take the knives out your house or like be watching my back thinking that you might turn or like have a whole nother personality and I think no one wants that pressure no one wants that type of like attention they want the support they want especially if they start to already start to accept these things but you know, I, I'm, I'm ranting, but 
I would love to move the conversation to an even lighter note because we getting deep. And I've loved I love being deep, but you know, I like we're fun too. And that's <laughs> and one thing that you you kind of brought to me, uh, and I won't speak too much on it, but it's you know your interest within men being about self care. And yeah, I think you know I would love to first ask you you know why why is that something that interests you? Um, so I have no issue saying I love men so much, uh, especially black men. And that make me with smile. that, said, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, genuinely was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's got a home where the heart is for me, and I just feel like if I can shine and grow and blossom on my journey, I want to see you do the same. I want to see you strip down and lay your lay all your cards out in front of you mm. for yourself by yourself mm-hmm. and rearrange your life the way you need to for you pick up a journal pick up a book you know pick up some meditative music pick learn who you are be who you are unapologetically whatever that looks like for you and that to me oh my goodness that speaks volumes for a man to literally strip himself down and build himself back up. That is a dream, right? I just feel like, you know, we struggle every day, men and women trying to, you know, look a certain way, be a certain way for, for the, for the next person. Right. And it's like, chill, (laughs) focus on yourself and your growth and whatever that looks like for you, you know, and be confident in that. So men who take care of the inside as well as the outside, I I just find a special place in my heart for them. And I want to encourage that so much. Well, I will say this. If history tells us anything, women are our uh, biggest motivators in making us do things. You know, we wouldn't take right. shower. We wouldn't take showers every day if women didn't require <laughs> it. You know what I'm saying? We would not. Right. Even I think we wouldn't even have this urge to be successful if they if we knew that this wasn't going to gain and garner this attention. I think that's definitely something that's so deeply rooted within men. And um, but I think the beautiful thing and, you know, it shows so much uh, proof that, you know, women are the first humans to ever walk this earth because y'all have the knack to really be very self-motivated to be driven within self by self all about self and i think that is that that there is the evidence enough that you that it it makes sense why so many women and specifically black women are into and are speaking out about self-care and making that a subject matter in itself and and i i want to follow suit I genuinely want to be exactly what you're saying. And I think in a lot of ways I've unknowingly have tried to be that way. And I think just from life experiences and I think me humbling myself and also the world and the universe humbling me, it's made me have to now be about my self care and be about, Mm. you know, what, who I am and what I, what I am and to maintain what that is. Right. Once I once I find that, figure that out, and, and you know, 
break the you know break the bad habits and build up the good and add new better habits and now maintain that you know better structure of myself i think that's something that you know self-care is really really all about and um and it's something that i've like would really 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 love to kind of you know do more in and speak more about i have this i have this idea and i'm work i'm still working on what i want to call it right but essentially, I want to, because I remember I would just ask, I have, you know, friends who are, you know, into, you know, makeup and, you know, doing stuff, little tutorials and things like that. And I was like, I was like, I asked him, is there a man out here who's like giving tips to other men about their own, just own little self-care, you know, health tips what? or whatever, whatever. And they were just like, I don't know any personally, but I, I'm assuming that there's something out there. And I'm like, oh, OK, OK, I see what it is. It's not, it's really not. That's what it sound like. So right. what I wanted to do was I had this idea called fresh them up and it's fresh them as in like F R E S H I M up. Right. Mm -hmm. And this is, this is an idea all about centering around self care. And I would love for you to tell everyone who's listening, I guess, what do you believe are some things, just any little things that you believe that men can start to do and i'll give i give whatever i'm thinking about and this is us freshen them up all right and so i would love you know i don't know if you want to start if you want me to start if you still need some time to think but um no i would love to, for you to give any whatever little tip or life hack on anything that you believe a man should just you know if just self-care is a simple thing just start doing by this just do a little bit of that you know whatever okay. that is Okay, cool. I got a couple things. So, first and foremost, <laughs> it's, it's definitely internal. Drink your water. <laughs> and you wouldn't think you have to tell grown men that, but you Damn. do. Drink, Drink your, your water. water. Mm -hmm. Okay? I mean, simple as that. Drink your water because it's not only good for the inside, but I'm telling you, it'll push all those impurities out your body like never before. I'm a stickler for skin. I keep my skin so good. Yeah, you Drink do. your water. Moisturize. Thank you. Moisturize. I mean, not just your face and your hands, but all over your body. It's so important. I mean, women want to be able to touch soft skin, but you also want your skin to look and feel amazing. So that's two, right? And then turmeric and coconut oil will brighten your teeth like never before. Ooh. And I love to smile and I have to use that on my mouth. Like, right? I have to, not only does, does it do that, but inflammation, it helps with inflammation. It kills bad breath. I mean, so many different great things come from, you know, coconut oil and turmeric. And you make a paste and you put it on your teeth and you let it sit for like, you know, 10 minutes, maybe when you hop in the shower. But doing those few little things right there, oh my God, it makes a world of a difference. Mmm, these are some good too. I wrote <laughs> these down. Turmeric and coconut. Yes. No, no, real talk. Real, I love that. Okay, okay, okay. I go, I go. Three, three, right? I thought I yes. had, but you hit me. You, you threw me. I had to write down turmeric. But um, okay. So what I would add to that, my three. First off. First thing, self-care tip to all men. We really trying to fresh them up out here. And that is going to the doctor. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know this is hard to hear. I know it's weird. Yeah. But I'm going to say going to the doctor, and that encompasses all things. That encompasses, yeah. you know, getting tested and understanding and knowing your status. That's also just <laughs> general health. Go and get your cholesterol checked. If you know your pops got diabetes, if your grandma got a foot cut off like soul food, you need to oh, know. Boy. You need to know where you stand with your health, yeah. especially if there's some type of health issues within your family, especially if you got any type of heart disease and these type of things. We don't want to be those individuals who are just living our lives, doing whatever we're doing. And that doesn't matter who you are. I don't give a damn if you go to the gym every day and all of those things still go get checked out and understand everything about your body. That's one. Um. Two, I would say is, uh, damn, I'm trying to think. Um, it's I, I, I guess it's kind of I guess it, I guess it's self care in a way, but find a release, find a medium where you can truly express yourself in the most healthiest way. And when I say that, I, I mean that in the most healthiest way, because it does not need to always be something physical. It doesn't always need to be something where you have to do it in front of people, but something just for you. It may be journaling. It may be, you know, you know, journaling. You may want to write poetry, write rhymes. You might want to, you know, do make little self notes to yourself and record them to yourself. Do something where you can get out your thoughts, get out what you feel, because that practice within that will only make you a better communicator and understanding what you feel and how you are and where you are and what it is going on with you. So then when people ask you and people approach you about your opinion and what you feel and you can express yourself and give out what you are in a way better way. I find so many men get in trouble by expressing themselves in relationships or with friends. And that's not what they really meant. I mean, I was just saying, I, I ain't know what to say. I was just saying, it's like, no, no, you, bro. This is your feelings. How can you be wrong? How can you not have the words? You should have the words. It's you, you know? So I guess my things are, you know, slightly intangible. And I guess third, the third thing would be, Ah, what was my third thing? Because you, I, I'm really still shook off this turmeric and stuff. But the third <laughs> thing would be is to, ah, I would say one thing that I've had to start doing myself, and that is, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say. Uh, I don't know. I don't know now. I feel like I don't know what I want to say now. I would say, lastly, would be to meditate for you to become present within yourself. So go understand what's going on with your body. Understand your mind. See, you know, that's that's exactly it's a body, mind, spirit thing. See, I, I'm, I'm going somewhere with this. So. Yeah. 
understand what's going on with your body, going to the doctor, understand what's going on with your mind by expressing yourself and finding those very simple outlets. No matter what they are, you need to find a thing. Even if it's just reading or whatever it is, do that thing. And then lastly, is to find your form of meditation. If you're religious, if you need to get back into prayer or whatever it may be, it needs to be this thing where you get in touch with your own spirit, get in touch with that thing, that intangible, that intrinsic energy within yourself so that you now can be even more centered and even more full and even more purposeful in what you do and what you move. But, I mean, Bell, you gave, you gave some good ones. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's just, I'm just, I'm through after you personally. Um, I, I feel like I, I, I can, I need to go get some turmeric right now before the store closed. But I'm you. <laughs> that's real. That's some good stuff. That's some good stuff. But no, okay. I've keep I've kept you for so long, and I feel bad because I gotta let you go. Um, cause cause I feel like you know we we the conversation has been so good, but you know, people know. I just want you to you know, first to just thank you for giving me your time. This has been really good. You've dropped nothing but gems. And wait till you hear you hear this back. You're going to be like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was good. Mm, I'm excited. Yes. I'm telling you. It's just how, that's how it is. That's how it works. But, no. Tell everyone how they can, you know, keep up with you and follow you and everything like that. Okay. Um, awesome. So, you guys can follow me on Instagram at bell underscore ife. That is B-E-L-L-E underscore I-S-E on Instagram. And honestly, that's my most used platform. So follow me as when you listen to this podcast. Um, let me know so we can kind of, you know, go into more detail about it and tell me what your thoughts are. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And it and I'll make sure, you know, everybody, you can get a quick, quick link, get right to it, you know, right here under this episode on all platforms, no matter where you're listening on. If you don't know, now you know you can listen to the Simply King podcast. Everywhere podcasts are available. Um, working on Spotify. Actually, I think I may, you know, uh, finalize some things tonight. So look out for those updates coming soon. Um you can follow me everywhere at Kings underscore memoirs on all platforms. Make sure you follow my Instagram page for the podcast, Simply King Pod. And also keep the conversation going on the Facebook page. Just search for Simply King Podcast and make sure you like and follow so you don't miss anything. You can be a part of all those conversations. I'd like to give a great shout out to all the guests that I've had thus far this year. We're coming up to damn near the end of the year. It's getting real, you know. And um, and I'm coming even closer to my hundredth episode mark, and I'm so glad that Bell, you could have been that you are cl- so close to that number because this is a, a dope you. milestone. You feel me? So you are this. It's a special. This is all. All these go, coming close to these are just specials. These are special, 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 specials. And um, I really do appreciate it. I really do believe that you know everything you're doing is going to truly, truly push you. So far, you're going to inspire and help so many people, not only in just your day to day, but it's a beautiful thing just for you to be becoming the best you makes other people want to do the same. And I think it's it's genuinely that, you know, that easy. And I think truly keep that same attitude. Don't worry about any of the naysayers, because trust me, the light that you're shining sometimes is too bright for some people. 
and they just they're not ready to see it yet. That's how I got it. That's how you got to really see it sometimes. But the bright but the light that you have is one that we need to have just shining on all of us. So I really appreciate you for everything that you do. And um and I want everyone who's listening to make sure you follow Bell at Bell underscore Ife on Instagram. Like and, you know, do all the things. Check in on the mental health matters when she does post those things and keep everything going. Um, uh, I feel like I had another announcement. Oh, yes. Shout out to everyone at the Second Wind Collective. Shout out to my man, Dan. Shout out to my new collaborators at XO, the XOTV app. I uh, appreciate y'all. appreciate y'all. Uh, only a few episodes to 100, y'all. I'm glad y'all here on this journey with me. We turning up. It's going to be live. More and more fun things, more dope things, really cool people. It's going to be a great end of the year. That's all I'm saying. Let's do it. All right. This is the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for Humans Simply Being Humans. I'm Rodney, also known as King, and this is Simply King. Appreciate y'all.